0: night, didn't you? But you survived. <laughs> You're yeah, he here to share with us, which was wonderful. Thanks, Linny. Thank you. Oh, I've got to hold all the bits. I don't know whether it will be a blessing, but it's Adam's fault if it's not. <laughs> I just want to say, Adam, I love what you had to say last week about the Bible. And I love the, the bit that you said about when we read it through Western eyes, we really only get part of the story. So I just want to read you a little sto- little story. Out of the message and it comes from chapter 6 and it's John and it's 1 to 12 and it said after this Jesus went across the Sea of Galilee some call it Tiberius. a huge crowd followed him attracted by the miracles they'd seen him doing amongst the sick And when he got to the other side he climbed a hill and he sat down surrounded by his disciples it was nearly time for the feast of the Passover kept annually by the Jews When Jesus looked out and saw the large crowd had arrived, he said to Philip, where can we buy some bread to feed these people? He said this to stretch Philip's faith. He already knew what he was going to do. Philip answered, 200 pieces of silver wouldn't be enough to buy bread for each of these persons to get a piece. One of the disciples, it was Andrew, brother to Simon Peter, said, there's a little boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but that's a drop in the bucket for a crowd like this. I think that's as far as, no. Jesus said, make the people sit down. There's a a nice carpet of green grass in this place. They sat down, about 5,000 of them. Then Jesus took the bread and having given thanks, he gave it to those who were seated. Um, He did the same with the fish and all ate as much as they wanted. When the people had eaten their fill, he said to the disciples, gather the leftovers so nothing's wasted. And they went to work and filled 12 large baskets with leftovers from the five barley loaves. Now, it's an interesting story, isn't it? But what's that got to do with giving? On first reading, we could think it was a story about feeding the crowd. But Adam, when I read the Bible, I always end up with more questions then there are answers to questions like, why did the people follow Jesus up the mountain? I wonder what they were expecting. What were the disciples expecting? Where did the 12 baskets come from? Were they large baskets, small baskets? Were they the baskets out of the fishing boats? Why Why did the young boy have all that food there? Had he been to the markets? Had he been shopping? But darn it, I'll have to wait till I see Jesus to get my answers. Anyway, back to the story. All of a sudden, the disciples found themselves in a sticky situation. 5,000 plus people and no resources to meet the needs. What were they going to do? Jesus knew what he was going to do about it. He wasn't worried. The situation hadn't caught him by surprise. He used this opportunity to stretch his disciples' face and to teach them some principles about giving and about generosity. Jesus asked Philip... He said, where can we go to buy bread to feed these people? And Philip answered, 200 pieces of silver wouldn't buy enough bread for each person to get a piece. The Living Bible, I like this, it says, it would cost a fortune to feed them all. What Philip saw was the need. He saw the problem, but he couldn't see the solution. But Andrew, he was a little bit sharper. He said to Jesus, there's a little boy over there, he's got five loaves. Of bread and two fish, but he said that's just a drop in the bucket for a crowd like this. His com- comment, "Only a drop in the bu- bucket," shows that his face certainly needs stretching. Did the disciples learn anything from that encounter? Anything we can learn? How we react to situations—that like how do we react to situations that seem beyond us? How do we respond when we're confronted by a need in our church or a need in the community? I had to ask myself, do I react like Philip? And do I feel overwhelmed and think that we need so much and I have so little? Or am I like Andrew and I think what I can can give is only a drop in the bucket? Or, hopefully, do I act like the little boy and give what I have to Jesus. Jesus not only stretched their faith, but he provided above and beyond. There were 12 baskets of leftovers. Interesting, isn't it? 12 disciples and 12 baskets. When we give to Jesus what we have, there'll always be enough. So I just wanted to ask ask ourselves some questions. And the first question is, was what the little boy gave to Jesus, was it a lot? It wasn't a lot, was it? The second question is, but was it enough? And it was enough. And what did the disciples learn? Did they put it into practice? Later on in Acts 4:35, we read that all the believers lived in wonderful harmony, holding everything in common. They sold whatever they owned and they pooled their resources so that every person's need was met. They learned that if we give generously, there'll always be enough. So let's pray. Lord, help my attitude toward my giving. Help me to be like those early disciples and stretch my faith so that we can all pool our resources, be it a little or be it a lot. And help me to trust you to know that it will always be enough. Thank you, Lord.